Welcome to Tender Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is 7 p.m. on Tuesdays where we have question and answer session. And every question is answered with Bible. Amen. Amen. Today, we're going to be in the book of Exodus 17. And as we walk from Genesis through to Exodus last week, we were talking about the children of Israel complaining that they were hungry and they wanted to go back to Egypt. And God allowed manna to rain from the sky and quails to come from the ground. Mm -hmm. We saw that, mm -hmm. right? Now <clears throat> they're thirsty. A never-ending satisfaction. Right. Again, like last week, no matter what God does or how Moses do it, they still have this complex of, what have you done for me lately? Mm. So, as we get into <clears throat> Exodus 17, we're going to see not only the children of Israel, what they're doing and how they're handling it and how Moses is handling it, but how we as people of God are seen in these scriptures as well. Alright? Okay. Exodus 17 and 1, it starts out. All the congregation of the people of Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin by stages according to the commandments of the Lord, and camped at Raphadim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Now just look at the fact that the congregation moved. The people of Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin. As you come to Christ, you move from the wilderness of sin in stages. <laughs> Amen. Right? Mm -hmm. You go from doing what you were doing before you were in Christ to stop doing what you were doing. The next stage is to stop hanging around the people that you was hanging around, mm -hmm. that you was doing what you were doing with. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. The next stage is you stop going to the places with the people you were doing and stuff with. <laughs> right. It's just a never-ending thing in the stages of getting out of the wilderness of sin. This is what we do in our everyday life. But we have to know when to move, how to move. And if we should move it all. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. But as you move through sin, and here's the problem, just like in this scripture, you can try to move from sin by yourself. I could do this on my own. You'll hear a lot of people saying, I'm not coming to Christ until I get myself together. 
Right? Why don't you come to church with me? Well, I got to get myself together first. But how are you going to get yourself together when there's no water to drink? You have nothing to sustain you until you go to church. Right? You have to go to the church to get the water. Otherwise, you're going to die of thirst. But there was no water for the people to drink. Two says, therefore, the people quarreled with Moses and said, give us water to drink. It's always... It's always somebody has to take the blame. <laughs> always somebody has to take the blame. Nine times out of ten, it's not you. It's them. Right. It's never you. I'm not the problem. It's them. Because you got people that ain't acting right in your life, you don't need to be around. That's right. And then on the flip side of that, everybody's acting up but you. Right. Right. So as my wife said, who is the common denominator in all of that? Right. You. Uh huh. Right. 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 So the people start quarreling with Moses. Mm -hmm. Give us something to drink. Right. <laughs> it reminds me of the man on the cross that was with Jesus and he said, you're the son of God, get yourself down mm -hmm. and take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how people that are not in Christ demands you to do something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of Christ. Mm -hmm. right. You want me to do something in Christ that you're not even believing in. Right. No. Mm. That's that was Jesus' answer to that because he didn't get out. That's right. Right. <laughs> Nor did he save him. Right. That's right. Uh -huh. He said... Save yourself and save me too. Well, I'm not going to get down and you're not going to be saved either. Right. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. We both will stay up. Yeah, we're going to die. This is going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to be surprised what you see once we leave here. Yeah. Uh-huh. You won't see me. It's going to happen. That's right. But I'm going to be all right. <laughs> Can't say the same for you. Right, right, right. So give us, give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, why do you quarrel with me? People don't know what it means to quarrel with people of God. Right. 
Why do you test the Lord? The Lord is all over me. Stop doing what you're doing. You have no idea what you're doing to yourself. When people mess with people of God, especially leaders, it can have a really bad backfiring effect on you. You have to stop. Why do you test the Lord? Because that's what you're doing. You're not messing with me. You're messing with God. He says, but the people thirsted, therefore water, and the people grumbled against Moses and said, why did you bring us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? People just can't help. Going back and doing the things that they used to do because it's easier to go backwards what you used to than to go forward into a future that you have no idea of. Because you can control what you know. But see, the Lord has to lead you forward. That's right. Right? That's right. So we really have to start paying attention to ourselves and the things that we believe. Uh-huh. And you'll find yourself, because if you don't, you'll find yourself back here, starting over. Because you got so comfortable where you were that you can't see what God has for you in the going forward. You see, so we, we really have to pay attention to that. This is where the children of Israel are. They're so caught up in we, even though they were in slavery and getting beat, but they understood, they got so comfortable in Egypt that being a slave didn't bother them. You know, I'd rather be a slave in Egypt than to be out here in the unknown with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what they mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. I'd rather be a slave in Egypt mm-hmm. than be in the unknown out here with God. Because that, that means God has to lead me. And I don't know where God is going. But I understand Egypt because they've been doing it for centuries. The old way. We get so used to the old way that we can't see new beginnings. So they grumble when they see new beginnings. But you're wondering why you're thirsty. Right. 
you're thirsting for more, but you don't want to go forward to go get it. Uh-huh. You want to go to the water that that's tainted. Mm-hmm. And God trying to show you some new pure water. But you want to go back to the water that's tainted. Uh-huh. Right? Why did you bring us here? Why did you bring us out of Egypt? We were comfortable there. Why did you take me out of the clubs? I was having fun in the clubs. Why did you take my drink from me? Why can't I smoke no more? When I get upset, I smoke, and it calms me down. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When I get too upset, I can drink something, and it mellows me out. Uh-huh. After a hard day's work, I go to the club on the weekends. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why are you taking that from me? You're killing us. Uh-huh. Exactly. Right. Amen. Scripture says the old man has to die. Uh-huh. Right? That's right? Yeah. That's right. So they asked the question, why do you bring us up out of Egypt to kill us uh-huh. and our children and our livestock with thirst? Uh-huh. Yeah. To kill you. So you can die. So I can bring you into this new thing. Uh-huh. That's right. That you won't thirst anymore. That's right. Because if you're thirsty, that means you have drank something. And that thirst has left you. Now you thirsty again. Uh-huh. Jesus tells the woman at the well that once I give you this drink. Uh-huh. You will thirst no more. Right. For it says, so Moses cried to the Lord, mm-hmm. What shall I do with this people? Uh-huh. We get how Moses is going to God because of this, because of these people. Because we read last week that. God blamed Moses when they was acting crazy. Right. <laughs> right. So Moses takes the time. Let me go to God first. God, why are they doing this? This is them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lord, what am I going to do with these people? Uh-huh. They are almost ready to stone me. Uh-huh. things go wrong, especially when you bring somebody to Christ, you bring them to Christ, you think that's a great thing, and and, 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 and you're happy, oh, I brought a soul to Christ, you get all happy and job, but you forget that they're going to go through something. Uh-huh. And when they go through it, in Christ, they're going to blame you. Because you. you're the one who brought me here. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And the Lord said to Moses, pass on 
before the people. Take with you some of the elders of Israel and take in your hand the staff with you. Struck the Nile and go. Behold, in six, I will stand before you there on the rock of Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water shall come out of it, and the people will drink. Now, remember, when we go back way back when we first started Exodus, God always told Moses that he'll be right with him to explain everything. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And to this day, he stuck to that. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh -huh. God has never stopped telling Moses what he was going to do and what was going to happen before he does it. Uh -huh. God works this way all the time. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about Jesus and how Jesus said, I don't do anything without the Father telling me to do it. Because God worked with Jesus the same way he works with Moses. He tells him what to do before he does it. Uh -huh, uh -huh. We saw in the scriptures in our Wednesday class where uh, when Jesus was turning the, um, when he was feeding the 5,000, mm -hmm. how he, uh, he says to Philip, mm -hmm. he says to Philip that he knew what he was going to do before he did it. Uh-huh. Because God and Jesus had already talked about what they were going to do before he did it. Uh-huh. Just the same here with Moses. God is explaining to Moses what I need you to do once you go get these people. And see, what the people see is Moses comes to them and say, okay, I need some of the elders to come with me. They go with him. These things happen. He hit the rock. Water comes out. Uh -huh. Wow. Look what Moses did. You see, you, see, you see what I'm saying? They didn't see the conversation between him and Moses and God. They don't see that part. They just see what happens when Moses listens to God. But God told Moses in the beginning that they will look like God to you. So he says, Behold, I will stand before you. There are the rock of Horeb, and you shall strike the rock. Behold, I will stand. Who says that? God. So while Moses is doing what he's doing, God is standing on Mount Horeb, watching and making it happen. Ain't that something? Right. I will stand before you. God is always talking about how he has our backs. Uh -huh. When we get ready to do something for people, God is right there, mm -hmm. standing. Jesus always told us, when two or three are gathered, I'm in the midst. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you shall strike the rock, and the water shall come out of it, 
and the people will drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the name of the place Massa uh -huh. and Meribah because of the quarreling of the people of Israel. And because they tested the Lord by saying, is the Lord among us or not? Is God with us or not? Sure there, sure there. Because we out here thirsty. Huh? Didn't y'all just eat manna from the sky? Sure there. And quail every day? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so you see where they are, they thirsty, but they still eating uh -huh, quail. Uh -huh. And still eating man. Uh -huh. Right. This is still going on. Why are they talking about we thirsty and is God with us or not? It says, Then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Raphaim. Raphaim, I'm sorry. So Moses said to Joshua, Choose for us men, and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him, and fought with Amalek, while Moses and Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. Uh -huh. And whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. Uh -huh. But Moses' hands grew weary. Uh -huh. So they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat on it while Aaron and Hur held up his hands on one, on one on one side and the other on the other side. So his hands were steady until the going down of the sun, and Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the swords. We can't forget how old <laughs> Moses was. That's right. He ready to go to sleep. Uh -huh. Tired. He couldn't hold up the staff. So he's sitting on the rock, and he holds staff half sleep. Can't do it. You got, uh, so there's two people on each side, and they holding them up, Aaron and, and her, they holding it up. So long as it's held up, they can win this fight. What does this mean? Well, what this mean is, you can't do it all by yourself. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. Right? Right. You can't do this by yourself. This is a walk that takes more than one person. You need extra people. You need some people to help you with your walk with Christ. Uh -huh. Right? Right. Because you will get weary. Uh -huh. But you need people that's going to hold you up. Right. Moses sits down. It's a way to get comfortable in Christ. Right? Mm -hmm. You have to find your comfortability. Even though 
you're moving forward always. Right. You have to find yourself in Christ. Spirit. Know how God works. When I hold up my hands, I win. Uh -huh. When I hold up my hands to the Lord, I win. When I don't, I lose. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right. <laughs> Mm. It's that simple. That's right. When my face is not towards God, then I lose. Uh -huh. But holding up my hands to God, I win. See that? Right? So 12 says, but Moses' hands grew weary. So they took a stone and put it under him. They took a stone and put it under him. Mm. 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 Amen. Who is Jesus? Mm. <laughs> the cornerstone. That's right. Uh -huh. You have to take the cornerstone. That's right. And put it up under you. That's right. Why? Because that's your base. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the basis for everything. That's right. So you take that stone. And you hold it up. And it'll hold you up. And Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the sword. Then it's in 14 it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this as a memorial in a book and recite it in the ears of Joshua, that I will utter, utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it, The Lord is My Banner, uh -huh, uh -huh. saying, A hand upon the throne of the Lord. The Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Meaning that all the Amaleks of the world that goes against God's people, this is going to happen until the end of time. See that? There's always going to be Amaleks of the world going against the people of God. Yeah. That's not going to change. Yeah. Now, when we meet our Amaleks, what are we supposed to do? We can refer back to this chapter and make sure that the stone is up under us. That we have people holding us up. Yeah. And that we lift ourselves up to God so we can win. Because mm -hmm. when we don't, we lose. Mm -hmm. Just as we move forward in our work with Christ. That's why it's so important to come to Christ. Uh -huh. Because there is a stone that has water. That you won't thirst anymore. Uh-huh. Right? Right. There is a stone that will hold you up. Uh-huh. In your time of need. There is a stone that nobody can move. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we have to know that. We have to understand that. Uh-huh. And there is no way we can lose 
when we have God watching over us. Uh -huh. So I advise everyone to come to Christ. Stay in the Word of God. When you are finding yourself uh, scared about not doing the things that you used to do, stop looking backwards. Look forward. Move yourself forward in Christ. Right. Stay out of Egypt. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's not for you. Right. It was never for you. Right? It might have been a stop off, but it's not where you live. Sure, sure. To get to the promised land, you must leave Egypt. Uh -huh. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Uh -huh, uh -huh. We thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you for the revelation knowledge that went forth. We thank you for all your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. And now as we learn these things, we can apply them to our lives. We know that the stone is your son, Jesus Christ whom is our stability in our walk. And as long as we hold up our hands to you, Lord, we can never lose. We thank and praise you in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, as we pray and say, Amen. 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 Stay blessed and faithful. Uh -huh.